0: Hi, I'm Mastreader, and this is my podcast on rationality, transhumanism, and trends of development of society and tech. Today, here with me is Alex Kadet, Chief Business Development Officer at Open Longevity, a Russian NGO that fights human aging, and a biotech entrepreneur currently living in Riga. Hi, Alex.
1: Hi, Mastreader. How are you doing?
0: Uh, great, thanks. Thanks for coming. I was looking forward to this talk because we always, when we meet with you, we have deep talks on transhumanism, on how we're gonna live forever, become immortal beings, stuff like this. Have your views on this issue changed since our last meeting?
1: Not really. I believe that they have several like crucial beliefs that shape my uh, terminal values according to which I act. So I don't really think that that could change like, radically? Such as? Um, all right. Like, such as I believe in, um, I'm, I'm a tra- transhumanist, and that, for me, that means that I uh, feel that I should become something more that, that I was born to be. And uh, for me, it's a way to overcome uh, challenges that we face as a physical beings and uh, to extend ourselves to something more than that. And uh, I don't know, like we can we can uh, we can spend hours talking even on that topic. And uh, I would like to know w- w- which parts of all of that, you know, philosophy field you would like to discuss.
0: All of them, but let's start yeah. from <laughs> something. So you st- you said something about extending your capabilities. Yeah. Uh, which ones would you extend in the first place?
1: Yeah, of course. Like um, I'm, it's already around like year and a half, uh, me being in the longevity field uh, and uh, as a radical life extension activist, I believe that I really want to live much more than like uh, 80 years that that I probably will live within current level of technologies and medicine and uh, precision health and so on and so forth.
0: You're not satisfied with that.
1: Uh, basically not because that is a limitation uh that that is that's only rational that we should extend the time because after that i cannot um i cannot have any plans i cannot predict how much can i actually leave and so uh it, it doesn't make sense to make other plans before i do this like uh I, I really have a lot of stuff to do with that world i'm really interested in that and re- i really like interested in discovering it's you know Things that are all around them. <laughs> so 80
0: a- are not enough.
1: Um, I, I I don't believe so. For I mean, for for a lot of people it would be, but for for me it's just not, and that that's why that should be the first thing that we should do and to overcome.
0: So first of all, you fight aging. You become uh, not immortal, but you start living longer, right?
1: Yeah. What um, I'm I, I'm not really like. Now, there are several branches of Radical Life Extension activists. Some say that they want to have the same body and like, they're like more biological Radical Life Extension activists and some would say uh, that they want to uh, upload their conscious somewhere on, on hardware and then be running out there. I ju- I just I don't care, and uh, some say that we will use cryonics yeah. to freeze ourselves and to uh, then to, at at one point to resurrect the slave from that state of being, and if, for me it doesn't matter really. I I just need the result, and uh, I'm trying to find the ways that will uh, bring that result to me as soon as possible and to ones who I love, and that's like my ultimate goal at the first place.
0: Okay, uh, you mentioned. Uh and a rather unorthodox way of reaching immortality, which is um, questioned by some in the transhumanist community. Some some experts that I ask about uploading their minds mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. that, well, it's interesting, but it's not me. It's it's a copy right, of me. All
1: right, yeah, that's a famous question. Like, uh, it, it's a famous f- uh, philosophical question of the... Um, is the copy and the origin as the same or are they different and uh, I, I've been struggling with that on my own like for half of a year around that and I have um, a really good friend uh, Alexei Turchin uh, yeah I know uh, yeah who, who do a lot of philosophical work on uh, existential risks and um, he was telling me again and again that 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 would be you and he kept uh, uh, throwing some arguments at me. And at, from some point, I started to, you know, to work on this on my own and to read more f- uh, f- philosophical papers on that. And actually, I don't know, uh, just wh- when you when you go deep enough in- into this, you can understand that all that we have is a physical world. So w- we have this interaction of molecules and atoms and quarks and so on and so forth. And a- at some point, you understand that... Y- the only one thing that you are is like information about the the um the position in space of those molecules of those atoms uh, and so on and that that will be actually you and, and th- there so you the copy of you yeah, yeah, equals information yeah you equals Basically yes, you're na- you you are a software that is running on an organic hardware. Let's say uh-huh. you are the software, basically. So what what, what fu- you fuck are. the hardware? Basically yes, you, you don't care how the hard- hardware works as long as it keeps the software. We but what, what if
0: you copy the software and, uh, and both
1: and, uh, copies uh, start their own lives? Yes, from that point they will be different. Just from that point, but that. At the same point you created, they're the same. They will have their own lives after that. And that those will be two of you, but those will be both you at that moment.
0: Isn't it kind of creepy that there will be two copies of you existing if, if at the you, same if moment? You,
1: if you actually believe that that is the most creepiest thing about the universe that we live in, you're not correct. I believe, you know, we can find much more creepier stuff around. Okay, uh, any examples? All right like um, you said about immortality I'm yeah. not looking for the immotri- immortality basically immortality could be a curse then in the there was a famous course about the philosophy of death at the Yale University by uh, Shelley uh, the famous professor of philosophy in Yale and uh, I-, I really like his uh, way of uh, speaking about these arguments that uh, Actually, uh, literal immortality would be a torture because you wouldn't have a chance. You know, it it could be a way eternal yeah, it could be a, a, eternal suffering. And I'm not looking for uh, the for the, the literal immortality.
0: Well, it's it's impossible because uh, of the heat death of the universe. Yeah, eventually, I, I you like, will die. I like
1: that argument as well, but. It, we still have some hypothesis that that we could create baby universes and yeah. then we can escape. So I would not uh, go for uh, literal immortality. I would go. I would rather go for a radical life extension as long as I want to live. I don't. I, I want to have a choice. Like we are all about choosing stuff. That's how we are made up. And
0: so uh, euthanasia if you're tired of life,
1: of course. Of course, just go for it. Uh, now we have or another. Or you stop
0: pro- taking pills,
1: special. Or something like medicine. that. I don't know. It doesn't actually matter. Even if we, if we now can, if we will try to imagine some way of stopping life at that point, that would not be realistic anyway. It, it, it can be clearly said that those won't be pills. You know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> I understand.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you say that uh, immortality is creepier than. Uh, than uh, what I said about digital copies, multiple copies. Yeah,
1: Um, one more thing about those copying things. What I actually found out, and mm, the argument after which I kind of felt that it is true is an argument about an uh, uninterrupted life. So you believe that you is you because you kind of have a history of... Continuity. Continuity, yeah. Yeah. But every time you go to sleep... You'll certainly die for that moment time is running for everybody around my you. brain works your brain works but time is running for everybody but not you all right have you ever been under you know anastasia really hard one yeah yeah so that that's what death looks like and and uh, for everybody else time is still going but you're dead at that point uh, your consciousness is off turned off and uh, you're dying every night when I when i first came across that argument, I was afraid to go into sleep, you know. I I just thought, oh, fuck, I'm going to stay for a couple more hours in front of my computer. (laughs) That would be better. And uh, when you get that, then you understand that only thing that keeps you thinking that you is still you is that you have memory. And your copy will have those memories. And it will, he will be uh, you as well. Just you is you after you woke up. And also, one more uh, thing that makes that so cool, that if you can be just information, so then you can travel with the speed of light from that point. And if you can be turned off for that moment while you're going from one place to another, then the only limit of your travel is as much time as you can spend on that and if we take into account the heat death of the universe that is on the limit of the space that you can travel
0: fuck yeah <laughs> so you can travel <laughs> dozens of thousands yeah. of uh, light years mm-hmm. and not get bored because you're just yeah. turned off yes absolutely. that's that's a great thought i never never thought about it okay so you are all for first of all reaching longevity what if we do that? You know, Aubrey De Grey has been on my show. Uh, if uh, if you viewers are watching this on my YouTube channel, go check out the interview with Aubrey. If you are listening to this on uh, iTunes or other podcasting platforms, then check out uh, the audio version of interview with Aubrey. I think it's it's a must must listen, must watch. So uh, he said that with probability we will reach escape velocity within a couple of dozens of years. So for those of you who don't know, escape velocity is the state of affairs when we are fighting longevity each year more effectively than we age. So we age for one year, but uh, we extend the lifespan of our bodies for even more with this year so Aubrey says it's quite possible in the near future many other scientists argue but still let's imagine that we have reached longevity what else will you enhance about yourself as a transhumanist
1: Uh, of course I believe that next step would be uh, to have a safe general AI and I really believe in Musk's idea into that so uh, that we actually need a narrow link uh, to a uh, neural link, to, to link ourselves to that general AI and become that huge general AI our, ourselves, just to not be destroyed by it, by the way.
0: Aren't you creeped out by the idea that we will have to lose some of our humanity
1: to merge with this artificial intelligence? The thing about that is actually that we almost don't have a choice. And that's not a matter of how creepy I feel about that, that's just a matter of uh, survival for us. Uh, Okay, th- there could be like other points, other perspective on that. But basically, just, just, you know, as Tim Urban writes about that, I really believe in his interpretation of that Musk's idea and uh, I see it the same way. So if we are going, if you're going f- through the street and you come across some ants, and you just stop on them and they just die you just don't care not because you hate ants or you have like evil mind uh, destroying living things but just you, you just don't you care. just don't care yeah. Beca- because your level of intellect your your complexity your inter- complexity of your intellectual organization is so much higher than of, of the ant of the same so we way, will
0: we will be the ants to you,
1: the AM. yeah I, I just mean on that curve of uh, intelligence we will be just those ants and if it i mean generally i will have some some concerns about doing something he will just come across us and just step step on us and that's it and uh, it, it would not be evil it, it could not be evil from our point of view
0: so you believe this is the only way to continue existing we we cease being human. We know. start uh, merging with
1: AI. We will. I I just I just can't see how could it be, how could it go other way? Let's extrapolate. So okay. we are the information. So wh- where do we go? Uh, physical having physical body is a huge existential risk for you. So you want once you want to go on some other hardware with the backups with any, living in the cloud, where would you live inside of that huge thing, and. Uh, to be separated from that, you know, while we're living in a society, there are um, hypo- hypothesis, or probably like a huge theory already, that uh, we are, at, at first place, we are social beings. Absolutely. Like, like, like ants. We're, we are not like, let's say, we're not like uh, wolves or something. Or, or yeah. even wolves well, could be much more social. I mean, like... We're not like animal, uh, like... Like, um, like other animal, like a, like a crocodile who lives yeah. on his own and just doesn't care about well, what's going on with his brothers and sisters. And we are, at the first place, it could be that at the first place we are social and we are already so interconnected. And what internet, that's... Um, Jenny Timonova told uh, that we are, we are more and more w- w- from the point that we started using internet we are more and more... Uh, Become an e-social uh, species, like, a social like, a social mm-hmm. yeah, like like an ants. So we are we are more more and more uh, connected. We are more and more specialized,
0: but we feel more and more alone. And with all this, technology. that's
1: not correct. Actually, here I believe in words that say in my other friend Julie Rocher, and she says that internet's I- internet makes us feel worse, not because of. Uh, not, not because we are less connected, but because we are more connected. And because we are more co- connected, that is more painful for too us. Too much connectivity. It's not too much. It's like uh, when he was uh, inside of your mother, uh, living like in a one being with your mother, he was so connected, and then he was separated, and yep. then you try to get back to that connection with the society again and again and again, but you cannot. And the more you connect, the the more you can understand that you cannot have that level of connectness again, and then you hurt more.
0: Well, interesting theory,
1: okay, yeah, all right and um, going back to the to the social thing and the artificial intelligence, um, it seems that it would be so desirable for us to become one huge thing you know as now we go in a patriotic wars as now we (laughs) go on a you know on a uh, going to the some concerts like or going to the church we want to become that one thing and then would you would you want
0: to unite with all humans on earth
1: uh i would not not with the uh, hitler I w- no i i believe i would not but i <laughs> <with> don't <Putin. laughs> i'm not sure that we have an option it's not like in my choice or something like that it just seems to be a inevitable future and uh let's see just let's let's live a bit longer as i wanted and then see okay
0: uh so what if we don't reach this uh What if we don't reach uh, what Elon Musk is promising us in the next decades? So what if there is some progress with the AI, but we don't merge with it and uh, we still have to live in our bodies, in our physical bodies. What would you as a transhumanist change in your body?
1: You know, I, I never thought about that actually. Like in that way, I I I would like to enhance uh, my intellectual abilities, and I would like to uh, not to have an existential risk of having a software running on that weak hardware. And that's it. I I like my body. I mean, I I would not have a longer arms. I don't know, or maybe like stronger inspector gadget. Yeah, <laughs> I just mean I don't need that. No, not really. I just want to. Uh, have less existential risks, and I want to enhance my um, abilities to, you know, think about stuff. And that's just, let's keep it as simple as possible for me.
0: Okay, transhumanistic uh, minimalism, yeah. I, w- yeah. I would call it. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's say, but uh, actually... W- w- why, why not?
0: <laughs> I, w- I would enhance myself. I'm fine with my current body, but I still think there's way for improvement. Uh, well, I could wait uh, 10 times more lifts, for example. And jump uh, dozens of meters high. Yeah, that that
1: looks cool. Yeah, Yeah. you can have that (laughs) probably. But your
0: company is going to build (laughs) it.
1: I'm not sure about that. Uh, You know, just when you're asking about, like, you're asking these things and we are discussing this stuff. But actually, we we should, uh, you know, understand that we just don't know. We just don't know. We, We just want to project our views on that, and we we, we want to uh, put some efforts to making that future, that desirable future possible. But for a lot of stuff, when Aubrey sells you that 50% chance, that is so silly, and I like that, and people buy it, And uh, but it's still silly. So
0: nobody knows.
1: Of course nobody knows. Nobody. Like, nobody knows what will happen within an hour, but, you know, like, let's predict, and... Uh, lead the way.
0: Okay, I, I know what will happen within an hour. Our conversation will start getting even more and more interesting <laughs> and more and more likes will, will occur. Okay, um, next question. So you said that we are information, basically.
1: Yeah, uh, for, for, as, from my point of view and from point of view of those researchers whose papers I read. So th- there are a lot of stuff about that.
0: Doesn't that support the theory of Nick Bostrom who says that we are all living in a simulation?
1: I read some papers on that as well, and of course, I uh, I've heard those arguments like we are all living in simulation or blah blah blah.
0: Because the possibility of that is we is extremely high, because uh, there are if there are multiple man-made universes, simulated universes where human beings. Information beats just like you and me exist. Why? Why uh, are we the only one All right. not simulated? All right.
1: For me, for me, that goes uh, to the same direction as uh, the idea of uh, free will. If, uh, if we from the, rational, the rationalist point of view, uh, if I answer your question, let's say we are living in a simulation, or we're not living in a simulation, what would it change in your behavior?
0: Uh, One answer, nothing much.
1: Y- nothing at all. It will change nothing at all. Then, from the point of, you know... It's well, not, I, it's I, not, I, w- it's, I would it's try not, to guess the rules I mean, of the just, game, like just, Neo in it's, the Matrix. It's almost... I, I'm not sure if I'm just strictly correct here, but I believe that it's not falsifiable. Mm-hmm. So... You should not you can't, care. Uh, you just can't care about that. You should it. not. Like, I don't believe in a free will. I'm I'm holding a determinist uh, like point of view. Um, Why? Because uh, you know, it's again, it's silly to believe that you have some agency in the world where you are just a soap of mixed-up ingredients, of chemicals, which are going within their cells, where is the agency? Where does the agency come from?
0: I can make decisions. Which?
1: How, how do you make any decision? Why, 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 uh, what, like, why, why do you drink tea or water? Why, why do you drink water?
0: Uh, well, that's uh, based on my uh, Biology, physiological, yeah? uh, biological all, needs. Yeah. But some decisions are Wh- taken based on my mental. Uh, why did you calculations. De- Why
1: did you decide to take that water? You just you're not yeah you're not like dying of dehydration at the moment, right? So it's yep. not a biological decision to take that glass of water. Wh- why did you take it?
0: Because I felt <laughs> a little bit thirsty. <laughs> that's biological, man.
1: All right. I mean, uh, let's let's get some other choice. Some other choice. Give me an example. Invite what, what, you to what? the podcast. All right. Why did you invite me?
0: Uh, because I think you're a cool guy, why, and I think wh- you will be again, interesting to
1: watch. Go go more steps. Just go with each iteration. Go more steps. Not one. Just go like ten steps. Why why did you think about that?
0: Well, because uh, my podcast is dedicated to why? rationality. Transhumanism. Why is it dedicated to the, the rationality? because i like those topics i think they are important why do you like them um because i read some books and texts and got influenced by uh, them uh, all right and why my terminal why, values why, correspond
1: why? to them all right why did you read those books how did that happen
0: well i stumbled across them uh, stumbled upon them yeah
1: well, why how how did it happen uh, the internet <laughs> so then then why why did you have the internet yeah well. and and, and <laughs> if you go if you go like far away and then then you will see that it's because the big bang
0: I mean, uh, I could easily imagine myself not becoming a rationalist and transhumanist. It was a mere coincidence that I stumbled upon. Uh, that's it.
1: That's it. Those that's it. That's things. Those. But that's not Where's determinism. Agency? That's not determinism. Where's agency? Where's your agency?
0: Agency is in, in the fact that I did not go to sleep uh, at some point uh, in the evening and started reading all this. It's ex- an ex- accident. Well, accident and uh, determinism aren't they just, different? Uh,
1: so, determinism, no.
0: in my point of view, is the philosophy that says everything is determined, and at the moment of the Big Bang, yes. everything that would occur within the lifetime of the universe was predestined.
1: Yeah. Am I right? Yes, that's it. That, that was actually.
0: But if everything depends on uh, accidental stuff,
1: yeah, it is. Like how is it deterministic? How, like wh- that we were born was an accident. Yep. Like and and all of stuff that happened ever to us was accident. Like all that you had, all that you have not ever had was first of all your genome, and second, all of the circumstances that you were like surviving in, like. All, all that you can imagine in your brain, all of your thoughts, is a compilation of other thoughts, of other images that you've yeah. seen from the moment that you were born.
0: Everything and, is a remix. And, yeah.
1: and pulled through the mm, filter of your biology that you have, through the filter of your perception. And that's it. If I don't see where is your agency you 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 make any decision based on decisions that you've made before and the information that you came across before. And if you if you were uh, like a I don't know child in Nigeria, you would not be here right now just because Absolutely. you was faced with other like issues and problems and stuff in life. And I can't find. I, I try. I can't find find agency here. What's the point of uh, moving on, uh, doing stuff again? If again, you're for again, determinism, again, if you if you're moving on, if you're doing stuff, you should not think that that is because you're so cool. That is because at some point of your life, you're uh, you you got that thought that you should be doing those things to get loved, to be admired, to to you know to love yourself, and that's it. And uh, you're, just a, you're just a, you know, you just seeing this movie. You don't, you're not an actor. And, and, again, is with us living in a simulation argument, you should not care about that. Because you, it, it doesn't change anything for you, whether it's true or not. It doesn't change your actions. Correct. And that's why you just, after that talk, you, you should just forget about that and, and move on.
0: It's difficult. (laughs) I feel existential pain in the moment. I have to to drink some. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's true. But, you know, uh, I I felt it. But it goes... It's like with an existential pain about the thought about the inevitability of death that I came across like... Yeah, first time you think that you are mortal. Yeah, I was like... That sucks. I, I stuck like for a year or for like nine months in that thought. And that was a life-changing experience for me. And that I believe that that is a, w- the one thought that should be taught, you know, like, in a school. <laughs> because that is that so... That you
0: are gonna die. Yes,
1: and you should understand that. You And you should fight it. Yeah. And you should become a transhumanist. All right, no? that, that is another option. Mm-hmm. But whatever you do after you understand that, that would be cool. Because you cannot do uh, shitty stuff after you understand that you're gonna die one day. I, I believe that Can people... I I believe that people do stupid things. I believe that people do uh, waste their life only if they assume that they're immortal. In one way or another, Uh, like have an afterlife or something like that.
0: What about people that believe that life has no purpose uh, and uh, you should just uh, go with the flow, waste your life, enjoy? all the hedonistic
1: pleasures waste your, for me waste your life and enjoy your life is d- different okay I, I really respect hedonistic view of, on life basically i'm hedonist myself from some point of view because i want to live longer to learn more to travel more and to, uh, to enjoy, to enjoy that, that yeah basically so i'm also in that part of spectrum uh
0: but i'm I'm speaking about people who just uh, live in the moment, enjoy stuff. It's cool. Uh, I mean, do it's drugs cool. all the yeah, time. I,
1: I mean that's cool for me, that's cool uh, not what, what is not cool is doing think doing things that you hate because of the idea that at some point you will achieve something that will make you happy and then you just go and do again things that you hate and then your life just you postpone ends your life and you're no, like never going to live your life most, most sh-
0: people live like that I yes
1: think. and that is why hedonistic view on life much better than this one <laughs> then you always postpone that.
0: Well, but you should. In my in my point of view, I I'm not uh, Im- imposing anything on uh, anyone. But in my point of view, a life worth living is, uh, to some extent, it it should consist of uh, some periods of time where you postpone your. Uh, hedonistic life for the latter, for the future. You do stuff, you work your because rest of off. Of
1: course, of course, Because but because you do stuff, you're not postpone your hedonistic life because you think that it will be more hedonistic afterwards because you now can just accumulate resources for more hedonistic life in the future. It conflicts with the c- concept of hedonism for me and that's why like I just don't see that uh, being rational.
0: Okay, so you believe in a deterministic universe, you believe that uh, you should enjoy life, you should live a long life. Uh, Do you have any purpose in life?
1: Uh, You know what I mean? Going back to one step, uh, that views and that that thing that I'm now sitting here and telling them to were predetermined. So sorry about that. I, I just cannot the have big other. Ban. Blame yeah, the big bang. I just cannot have other way to telling you stuff. I'm just telling that the only way it was predetermined. So I, I think no it's. I,
0: I actually think, come to think of it, I think it's. Uh, it's a dangerous idea, the determinism, because people will stop doing stuff they will they will think about they have no freedom of choice no free will so fuck it i'm not going to do anything
1: yeah think about that it was also predetermined who will stop Uh. so just you know
0: like (laughs) i will stop it for some of my viewers and listeners who will listen to what we are discussing here today? For example, probably. I hope maybe nobody will listen to me. They will say, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> but probably, probably some people will listen. So we can do stuff, uh, and I could have, I could have stayed silent. Of course, that was also predetermined in your <laughs> point of view, but but I think that it was not. That I I still have some uh, free will. I can say absurd stuff just, right just, now. You couldn't have predicted just with any. Me,
1: just give me a couple arguments. Uh, wh- where does it come from? Where do you get it? it
0: comes from my neurons. Oh, oh, my right. neurons. Uh, uh,
1: oh, no, no, no I, I've been on i I've been on a lecture of a professor from school of economics of philosophy let's say I believe it was at the gig picnic in Moscow uh-huh. and uh, he was uh, speaking on that particular like thing about mm-hmm. the determinism and uh, the thing is as if I clearly get the message the thing is you as a philosopher as a, just as a thinking being you sh- should not hold um, you should not have inconsistent beliefs. And you should have consistent beliefs. If you believe in God, you should believe in devil, and so on and so forth. And uh, if you are not a determinist, then you are indeterminist. And if you're indeterminist, so then you cannot uh, predict things at all. If well, you, I if can make go, plans. I'm a
0: rationalist. I can use no. A, you cannot uh, be a rationalist uh, if you're
1: indeterminist. Bi- Bayesian theory, for example. Y- you, I mean, I mean, if I'm not, I'm not a like a really deep specialist specialist in that field, but I believe that there is a some kind of a consensus around this, uh, fr- from the mo- like from the most. Uh, from the biggest philosophical schools at the moment that if you're not a determinist, then you're indeterminist, and if you're indeterminist, then you should never know nothing about nothing. Like, <laughs> nothing about anything. Like, you cannot be sure that, I don't know, this is a table and we're well, actually sitting somewhere. That's what
0: Socrates uh, said, I know nothing. Uh,
1: well, No, no, no. He, he was just like, ah, that, that was different. Like, it's not about deterministic... Well,
0: I I think that being humble is one of the most important virtues of uh, a rationalist. And by the way, Eliezer Yudkovsky in his uh, uh, famous text 12 virtues of a rationalist uh, mentioned humility as one of uh, those. So being humble, knowing that you you don't you know nothing, Jon yeah. Snow like that. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that's, in that. That's important. I,
1: I believe in that as well. And actually, deterministic view uh, makes you like that. So you're you're not. Uh, th- what? It, why is it productive for me that point of view? Why is it adaptive from the evolution of my cognitive, let's say, uh, abilities? Because it gives me. Uh, it gives it gives me an opportunity not to blame myself for things that I don't like how I've done, and not to be so pride about stuff that I've done well. So it 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 makes me mo- huh. moderate. Makes sense. It makes me really moderate about stuff. If I see if I see that I've done something good, I think all right, I've got before something supporting that. Like I've got really great family. I've got an education. I'm a like white male, like uh, you know, <laughs> cis
0: uh, gender. Yeah, no, all, all of <laughs> heterosexual. that. Heterosexual,
1: and that is true. And that gave me a lot of opportunities that other didn't face, like ever. And uh, and again, if I do like really uh, bad, I think all right, like. It's not all my fault. i was done these, these, these resources and as soon as I get more resources, I can do better. And that is adoptive for me. That's why I like that conception, actually.
0: Well, sounds interesting. Uh, you didn't answer my question about the purpose of life. Does your life have any purpose?
1: Um, I believe that yes. Uh, and that changes over time and at the moment. My purpose of life is bringing radical life extension here as soon as possible. And I like every day I woke up and I think about, like, actually I'm not like literally doing that, but it can change any any day. But but still, the I'm pretty happy with that because it uh, gives a lot of energy to me, and that's that continues for already like two years. So
0: you're thinking about it every day. Like I'm working on biotech yes. projects that will yes. someday yes. lead to Yes absolutely. This
1: and this. Yeah, that keeps me up all night. Wow, that's impressive. Uh,
0: do you do anything right now to boost your chances uh, of uh, reaching longevity?
1: Um, I believe yes. I'm trying to cut uh, like the worst things that I can cut that, that could uh, make me dead like mm-hmm. I'm not doing like base jumping <laughs> you know I'm I'm not uh, like smoking and I'm uh, trying to eat healthy food trying to sleep well to exercise a lot and also I'm working only uh, some time ago I, I, cho- I, I uh, I've chosen to work only on a jobs and in the field that will uh, like be as as my best, um, best, best deployment of my resources to make that radical life extension possible. So those are increasing my chances to live more.
0: Uh huh. Do you consider yourself a biohacker? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't think so, actually. Because, so you don't because you don't I, drink any pills? No, uh,
1: I don't drink any pills at the moment. Uh, just only only medical stuff. I mean, if I have diagnosed like with some... Uh, like, uh, if I don't have enough vitamins, I will drink them, but that's not biohacking. Biohacking, from my point of view, and then you're experimenting on, on yourself and you're Not trying. necessarily.
0: I think biohacking is just... Uh, trying to improve uh, the quality of your life and maybe the your longevity okay, I'm, by I'm, I'm means just, of science
1: i'm just taking a conservative uh position here uh-huh. and uh, i'm not going to try something untested on myself because i don't believe that that will increase my chances to live longer we all, all that we have we have the field of knowledge and the field of knowledge that they have in a small a uh, wide circle around this is all like black yeah if if like some drug is not proved to be in the white one so that it almost like 99.9999 in the black one that will so. uh, somehow d- be dangerous for you so i would not risk myself and that so that be- yeah but when it becomes to the white circle it becomes medicine
0: well uh do take only fda approved to drugs or if the drug is not approved by such bodies but it's been proven effective in clinical studies. Yeah, I'm I'm not you, looking you for
1: authority it. from uh-huh. that point of view. I have like analytics that I do believe. I do believe several people who hold beliefs that I believe in too as well. And I believe them more than authorities as FDA. If you consider that to be in a biohacker, then yes, I'm a biohacker. Uh,
0: and that's all been predetermined. <laughs> and that's all been predetermined. <laughs> so you you take s- some stuff?
1: At the moment, no. uh uh-huh. Okay. One. Uh I need to do my checkup with an Open Longevity um, aging checkup, and then w- w- tell me more about it. The checkup. Um, so we have a we have a, a diagnostic panel that will uh, that that uh, like can tell uh, whether you have a higher risk to die within the next several years than an average person in your age. And then you can fix some stuff if you're obese or if you're uh, not doing enough exercises or you like you have a, some you do not have enough vitamins or other uh, ingredients in your diet and so forth.
0: So you check your biomarkers?
1: Yeah, I just check a panel of biomarkers. That, that how how many? Like a, let's say thirty. Uh-huh. around that such as just just blood test uh, just ultrasound just blood test and ultrasound and uh, ICG for the heart
0: so uh, as a result you get uh, recommendations
1: as a result you uh, you can go to the doctor who learned our like uh, analytics f- f- uh, analytics of clinical trials uh, where were proved approaches uh, discovered to Uh, mediate those risks and then you will be advised by a physician to mediate those risks within uh, some approved ways.
0: So I think many of our viewers and listeners are wondering, they are saying, I'm a transhumanist, I want to live longer, I want to help humanity solve this issue, solve longevity, I want to make it happen. What should I do, for example, if I'm a student? Where should I go to? Which fields should I choose? Uh, which fields of education and to which areas to work in? Uh,
1: uh, that is actually really, uh, like a really difficult question to answer, uh, but I would say that uh, you should look at yourself. You should look at those things that you really care about. If you care about uh, making radical life extension possible, then you looking for a thing. Then you go and look for a thing that you like to do that you're like doing, and then you just go to that area. And we have like a lot of companies, a lot of positions from NGOs to journalist positions in uh, uh, like media companies to entrepreneurial positions or in business development as I hold or in uh, like if you are more on the product development side you can go for like a software engineer in uh, such and such companies. You you can go for data science in AI for drug discovery companies. The field is huge. Like everybody with every profession have uh, some point in this and I believe that longevity industry will be the best Opportunity also in case of uh, getting a lot of uh, money because yeah. because it's, because it's
0: like Bitcoin uh, at the, at its inception. No, I don't believe right that it's
1: like a Bitcoin growing fast. I, I just I just think that it, it has such a major, tremendous effect on the humanity. If you if you extend ah, okay. the health uh, health-adjusted life expectancy, so when you're living without like huge injuries and uh, without uh, needing a, a continuous help from a doctor you will have such uh, an economic impact if you huge yeah yeah trillions trillions, trillions of dollars that's why basically and we are in we are trying to make that happen as fast as possible
0: well i agree i think that uh, this will be one of the most uh, important sectors of uh, the world economy within the coming years more and more money is flowing there but still i i do believe that it is somehow similar to what uh, was happening to Bitcoin at its inception. Well, you could say that uh, uh, it was uh, a bubble with Bitcoin. It was uh, no, not not as important for humanity as uh, longevity tech. But I think the mm, the state of affairs with rapid growth and uh, rapid influx of money.
1: Yeah, that, that's is similar. Yeah, that's, that seems obvious to me that any market wants to grow as fast as Bitcoin grew. So I would not be against that.
0: (laughs) All right, Alex, I wish you a long and happy life, maybe immortal life if you choose so. Thanks so much for coming to the show.
1: Thank you, Mastreader. It was my pleasure to talk with you as usual.
0: Subscribe to my YouTube channel, to my blog on Medium and to my podcast on iTunes, Spotify and other podcasting platforms. I'm Greg Mastreader, see you.